Church family, Nick here for Daily Hope. We're in 1 Kings chapter 12 today. It's a disastrous tale of disunity, dysfunction, disintegration, and a wholesale failure of leadership. We haven't come too far in 3,000 years, have we? But in the middle of it, we see God's sovereign hand transcends human issues. Our human desire to sabotage our own existence. At the end of chapter 11, Solomon dies. This king who was both smart and stupid at the same time. So smart, he wrote some of the Proverbs and he was wise and so on. And yet he had a thousand wives and concubines, some of whom ultimately led him to worship false gods. Now his son, Rehoboam, is set up as the next king. And the, tribes, uh, the tribe people in the north come down to Rehoboam and say, under your father, we're under a heavy yoke. And we're asking that you would lift our yoke. And Rehoboam says, give me three days to think about it. He goes and initially gets advice from the elders um, who say, yeah, you should ease up on them. But then he rejects that advice and goes and gets advice from other young men his own age, the blind leading the blind. And he ultimately, when the, the uh, people come back down from the north, he says, my finger is thicker than my father's waist. He scourged you with whips, I am gonna scourge you with scorpions. The wicked freely strut about when what is vile is honored among men, it says in Psalms. Here, leadership, oppression and hardship is honored and so problems arise. In fact, ultimately, it leads to the disintegration of the whole nation. The nation ultimately becomes two kingdoms, one in the, in the south, the southern kingdom, Judah, the Rehoboam rules, and one in the north. They get a new king, Jeroboam, and there he does some disastrous things as well. He begins by fortifying the cities, but then he sets up these two places of worship with, wait for it, golden calves, as if that hasn't occurred before in Israel's history, where the ground swallowed those who worship the golden calf at the bottom of Sinai. But he sets this up and he sets up these golden calves because he does, he's threatened. He doesn't want people going down to Jerusalem to worship there. He fears that they'll go over to Rehoboam's side. A kingdom divided against itself will fall, Jesus says in Matthew 12. And of course, that's what happens. 200 years later, the Assyrians take over the north. And about 350 years later, the Babylonians come in and take over the south. And ultimately, it's disastrous. But right in the middle of it, there's something else going on. In verse 15, just before the part, uh, or just in the part where Rehoboam is, is carrying out this stupid advice, he says, so the king didn't listen to the people, those who had asked for compassion, for this turn of events was from the Lord, from Yahweh. This turn of events was from Yahweh. What does that mean? This stupid decision-making by this stupid young king, this turn of events was from Yahweh. Now, for much of my life, I feel like an ant running really hard as I can this way on a log. Except often enough, the log is going this way down a stream because God remains in control. Today, I thought the perfect setting for this scripture would be our chicken house. Me and the kids built this chicken house to house our chickens. It's a great analogy. The chickens are in there, they freely strut about thinking they can do whatever they like. But actually they don't understand there's a framework around them that has been built by a power higher than them. 
they get their water, they get their food, they don't know where it comes from, it just appears. Now, I'm wary of any analogy where, uh, and you should be, where we end up as God. So it's an imperfect analogy. It's also imperfect because often enough, chickens are smarter than humans, but I'll leave that for another time. But you get what I'm saying. God remains in control. Even though these stupid decisions led to hundreds of years of suffering and hardship that ultimately would only come back together when Jesus brought unity to Israel, true, renewed, full Israel in the fullest spiritual understanding. These guys were in hardship. So would you today be blessed, ironically, would you be blessed remembering that despite, even in spite of your worst decisions, God remains in control. He can bring good ultimately out of very bad because he is the Lord. He is Yahweh. Friends, I ask you to be blessed today. Take care and I'll see you soon.